You are listening to the New Day of Hope broadcast with Helena and Glennis Langley. Enjoy. Well, praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord Most High. We want to thank you so much for joining us again today. And indeed, my friends, there is a word from the Lord. I pray and trust that your heart will be blessed and your soul will be revived and refreshed in the things of God. So we want to go quickly to the book of Psalm, Psalm 37. And let me read the first four or five verses for you quickly. It says, Fret not thyself because of evildoers. Neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. For they shall soon be cut down like the grass, and withered as the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good, so shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord, trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. What a great portion of the word of the Lord. And verse 4 is our background text for this word for today. Like for the next few minutes to talk to you on the subject, the pathway to your blessing. The pathway to your blessing. One of my favorite hymns is the song entitled, Living for Jesus. The first stanza of that hymn says, Living for Jesus, a life that is true. Striving to please him in all that I do. Yielding allegiance, glad-hearted and free. This is the pathway of blessings for me. I love that. The first stanza of that hymn carries a great message. But before we get into that, it is important that we look at the phrase, this is the pathway of blessings for me. So I thought it might be nice for us to look at the word pathway. It is a word that carries a lot of meaning. So for, so for time's sake, we will settle for the one which says that pathway is defined as a route to or a way of success or a way of reaching or achieving something. I love that definition. It's a route to or a way of success or a way of reaching or achieving something. Jesus in Matthew chapter 7 and verses 13 and 14 did not use the term pathway, but, but he strongly implied it in that text. He said, enter you in at the straight gate. For wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. So Jesus was talking about two roads. He says one of them is wide, and a lot of people walk on that pathway. They are on that pathway. And even today, as you look at the, how the world really is, you will admit that this is really true. 
But he says that straight is the gate and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life. But only a few people find it because people love to follow the crowd and they believe that hey, the crowd is always right. But that is not true, my friend. Now, everybody wants to be blessed. Everyone wants to be blessed. But we do not want to follow the pathway to the blessing. I like to be blessed. I know, man. Every time I wake up in the morning, then I realize how blessed I am. Every time I put something in my mouth, I realize how blessed I am. We love blessings. But it's okay to love to be blessed. But we have to learn to follow the pathway that leads to the blessing. So I came today to take you, my friends, on a journey or a route in order for us to achieve our blessings. So come with me on this journey. Come with me on this route so we can achieve our blessings. First of all, I just mentioned to you that everybody wants the blessing. But not many even talk about the blesser. If there is a blessing, there must be a blesser. The blessings can only come from the Lord himself. It can only come from the blesser himself. We sometimes sing in church, praise God from whom all blessings flow. That is true because James said all good gifts and all perfect gifts, they come from above. And even the text that we just read a while ago in verse 4 says, Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. He did not say to delight yourself in organizations like some people do. No, but He said to delight yourself in the Lord your God. And he will give you the blessing. He will give you the desires of your heart. We must make God our heart's delight. And then we shall have our heart's desire. Oh, I love that man. Glory to God. We must make God our heart's delight. Take pleasure in God. Talk about his grace and his love. Talk about his healing power and his blessings that he bestows upon us daily. Make God our heart's delight and then we shall have our heart's desire. We must not only depend upon God, but we must solace ourselves in him. We must be well pleased that there is a God who cares for us. We must delight ourselves in his beauty. We must delight ourselves in his bounty and we must return to him my friends that's the cry of the day for us to return unto the lord my friends and we see what's happening in our world today and there is a cry that is going out for all of us to return unto the lord in reality and truth we need to know the blesser even paul the apostle the writer the preacher, the servant of God, said in Philippians 3.10 that I want to know God better. I want to have a better experience with God. I want to have a deeper experience with him that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering. My listen, there is another level. 
for all of us to go in God. There is a higher and a deeper pathway for us to go in God. If you truly know the blesser, then our journey has just begun. We have work to do in order to prepare ourselves for the blessings. The hymn that I spoke about in the beginning of the message began by saying, living for Jesus a life that is true, a life that is pure, a life that is holy. Your manner of life must be well-pleasing unto the Lord in the midst of corruption and in a, in a world of hatred, in a dark world. It means that we still have to stand upright. That is real Christianity. We still have to stand upright. You do not have to follow the crowd. You do not have to be like everybody else, but be like what Jesus would have you to be. And that means we have to fight to please God in all that we do. The devil, my friends, is busy seeking someone to destroy. But that is not the pathway for us. The pathway for us is to live a life that is truly, truly committed to the cause of Christ. If you truly know the blesser, then our journey has begun. We have work to do, as I said earlier on. We have a mission to fulfill. We have a task to ex execute. Paul said in Romans 12, 1, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service, man. That is real Christianity. That's the pathway to our blessings. I beseech you that by the mercies of God that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice unto the Lord, which is your reasonable service. Glory be to our God, man. Praise his holy name. Our God is awesome. Paul said he had to beat his body and keep it in subjection in order to please God. So on this pathway to our blessings, we will need to make a few stops by the wayside. So the first stop that we want to make is a stop at a place called trust. A stop at a place called trust. What then is trust? And I'm glad you were able to ask that question because it's a good question. Trust you hear all the time. People tell their friends and their neighbors and their enemies and even their loved ones, trust me, man. Trust me. But when you really need to put your trust in them, then you are disappointed. Trust is to have confidence, watch this, in God. It's to have confidence in God. The Bible says it is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. In Psalms 18 and verse 7, it says that the Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusteth, watch this now, my heart trusteth in him and I am held. Glory be to our God. That's why the psalmist is shouting out. He says that his heart trusteth in the Lord because his confidence is in God and he is helped. In Habakkuk 3, 
17 and 18, we read these words. The, the level of trust that Habakkuk had in God. Although the fig tree, watch out he said, although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall the fruit be in the vines. The olive shall fail, and the fields shall yield no meat. The flock shall be cut off from the fold, and there shall be no herd in the stall. But look at verse 18. He says, Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. Man, he says that even though everything around me is faltering and failing and falling by the wayside, he says, Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. When you have your confidence in God, it doesn't matter whether it's raining or sunshine. It doesn't matter what the situation is in your home and around you. When you are putting your trust in the Lord, everything is going to be all right. So we took a stop at the place called trust. The psalmist says in Psalms 37 and verse 4, says we must delight ourselves in him that's the lord and he will give us the desires of our hearts then let's go to another stop because we need to make that stop today and that other stop a place called obedience we need to stop at a place called obedience obedience is that stop that we must take on the pathway to our blessings yes i can trust him i also need to obey him i can trust him but I also need to obey him. It's one thing to trust in him, but it's another thing for us to obey what we are trusting in him for. To obey, the Bible says, is better than sacrifice. Obedience brings results, and results are the blessings that we seek. And I love that I said, obedience brings results, and results are the blessings that we are seeking. In closing, let me remind you of another hymn that says, When we walk with the Lord in the light of his word, what a glory he shares on our way. While we do his goodwill, he abides with us still and with all who will trust and obey. Trust and obey, for there is no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. God bless your heart today, my friends. I trust you were blessed by today's word. And if you have never trusted Christ as your Savior, we encourage you to do so. Because the Bible says, Today, if you hear his voice, harden not your heart. Father God, we just want to thank you for today. We thank you, God, for our listeners. We pray that God will be drawn closer to you. We pray for that one who have never trusted you, that they will come to know you as Lord and Savior of their life. Just have your way we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. And if this word has been a blessing to you, you can reach out to us at newdeafhopeatlanta at gmail.com. Once again, that's newdeafhopeatlanta at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. So until then, God be with you until we meet again. Amen.